Welcome to my podcast ritual. This is Janya Wongsopha. Each Monday, I honor the energy flow of the moon cycle and share ways we can tune into the seasonal rhythm of our intuitive body. You are invited to dance in harmony with what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. I would like to send a deep gratitude to the newest Patreon member, Evelyn Tom. Thank you for joining our Intuitive Body community. I look forward to seeing you again at the next practice circle. I am moving at a much slower pace today, so this episode is going out a bit later in the day, and for a good reason. Last evening was full of sun tonics, building a bonfire. Creating a beautiful flower mandala, drumming, singing, and dancing with my cohorts on the sandy beach of the Pacific Ocean. There were also amazing home cooked foods, catching up with friends, and the deep, heartfelt sharing of our lives. It was my first time facilitating. A summer solstice celebration, as well as a rite of passage ceremony. My heart is filled with buoyancy right now, even though my body is a bit sluggish, having gone to bed way past my usual time. All day yesterday, leading up to the evening's ceremony, was. Magical. Last week, I felt a lot of heavy heart and mental intensity. I was just metaphorically down on my knees and throwing my arms up with a white flag, asking the spirit of nature to show me some signs. Let me know that all is well. And I am on the right path. I was ready to give up the podcast, the Patreon community, and move back to Thailand to appease this long-held grief and sadness in my heart. The sensation is very specific, and now that I have been sitting. With and processing it, I know immediately when it shows up. It comes in waves, which is very Cancerian or Cardinal Water element. The season that we just moved into last night, right at the summer solstice juncture at eight thirty-two p.m. Pacific time. I now understand that particular sensation to be the feeling of anxiety or panic attack, 
like how a person struggling not to drown feels. I have actually experienced this myself. I wasn't quite drowning, but I was struggling to not be pulled by the by the riptide of the ocean. Um, this was when I was oh about eight years old. I was just playing at the beach and in the ocean water in the south of Thailand, and I have had this sensation. Since childhood, in the past, I would repress it and abandon my child self through oh all kinds of things: work, food, Netflix, going out with friends, shopping, which was a huge one, um, social media, news, taking yoga workshops, even. And of course, listen to podcasts, which um, do more recently. Um, the list of tools I used was endless, and now it's mainly just the podcast. But I have gotten better at leaning toward the sensation by getting out to the garden and sitting under the ash tree. The word grief come from the word gravis, which means heavy. The same root that forms the basis of the word gravity. When you struggle not to drown, you literally fighting against the gravity instead of relaxing and letting yourself float. And this is the metaphor of me. Repressing my primal childhood fear of abandonment, I shared about how I came to understand this fear a couple or so episodes ago. Feel free to check back on that. As a child, like any child, I believed in magic, but I have buried that child along with the grief. To the point that I couldn't see magic so clearly, so it makes complete sense that the more I stop abandoning my child self and let my grief flow and release, the more magic I am capable of recognizing. After. The intense week last week, yesterday morning, as my partner Eric and I walked our dogs, I saw a morning dove flying right in front of us, and I asked Eric if he knew what a morning dove sound like. And as I finished my sentence, my question, a morning dove. Began to coo, <laughs> and so I told Eric it sounded just like that. Soon after, while we were walking toward a neighborhood park, we came upon a big box of firewood. Someone was giving away, and I was stunned because later that evening I was going to facilitate. A beach fire ceremony. I had 
planned to take a couple Duraflame logs and some dried twigs from the garden, but the finding was just too perfect and exactly what I needed. My partner Eric was happy to carry the heavy box home after we played with the dogs at the park. So it was just just a magical, magical day. Synchronicity, manifestation, ritual, ceremony, these are all right brain experiences. And when you name your fear, it's like turning a light on and seeing what's actually there. Instead of fearing the dark and the unknown, you see what is in front of you, which most of the time, it's not anything you need to fear at all, like a saber-toothed tiger or an alligator. Most of the time, it's just a room filled with your stuff, like physically and metaphorically filled with your uncomfortable feelings. When you state your fear in the presence of a loving friend or a community, it's like having your buddies there who are ready to help and confirm your reality. At the fire ceremony last night, we got to witness each other in a big way and we helped one another unburden the heaviness in our hearts. We each stated our grief and the difficulties we saw in ourselves. Then we released the piece of paper stating our grief and fear into the fire. The releasing ritual can be done anytime and especially immediately after the full moon or the beginning of the waning moon phase when the light of the sun is seen releasing from the moon. And we have full moon in Capricorn this week on Thursday, Jupiter Day, June 24th. So a week or so during this time is a great time to practice radical self-love through lightening up the emotional baggage you have been carrying instead of drowning your heart with repressed emotions let them surface give your soul your child self the space to be this is your again right brain creative intuitive magical alpha frequency self. Now at the rite of passage ceremony that I facilitate last night, we also turn the metaphorical light on the new 
roles or ways of doing and being that we want to integrate into the future. This is a wonderful reflection to explore at a new moon phase, which comes about two weeks after a full moon. So I will be sharing more of the integration into a new role or a more integrated life way around that um, next new moon. Now is a good time right after the full moon. I'll talk more about that later on. But know that this is a good time to ask yourself, is there anything, something in the past that is blocking your heart from feeling full and buoyant? Is your heart drowning in gravitational struggle of daily emotional repression? Once recognized, the fear loses its power over you. This is a release. You don't have to do anything. You just turn on your conscious awareness and see what that loss is, what that grief is, what that fear is. And through seeing, the release occurs. The summer solstice takes us from the mutable air of Gemini into the cardinal water of Cancer. This is the month to learn how to let your past be a life raft and not a solid rock tied to your ankle. Your roots, especially your maternal family and ancestors and your present family life, connect to the cancer energy which is ruled by the moon. At the beach yesterday evening, we couldn't see the sunset because of the thick marine layers The moon was and still in Scorpio last night, today, and tonight. Scorpio is a fixed water element. So we got the double blessings of the water goddess helping us release and integrate our emotions. Ah, yesterday, water is all about the right brain, the feeling, we can't critically understand it, but we can move our body, breathe, and vibrate to connect to our internal organs, subconsciousness, emotions, including grief and deep beliefs. For me, sitting still and Meditating isn't actually helpful for activating right creative feeling brain needed to catalyze the emotional release and to free the magical child self who knows 
what joy and direct relational experience or spontaneity truly is, who knows what happiness truly is. May we all be brave enough to let our magical child self come out and play with spirit all around, with magic. May we always remember the interconnected web of spirits that we are. I honor the center in you where the entire universe circles. I honor the core in you where wisdom, love, and sovereign radiate. I honor the cycle in you where when you are in your rhythm and I am in my flow, we are one. I will share more about the full moon in Capricorn in a bit. Let's dive into this week's moon rhythm. From today, moon day, June 21st to Sunday, June 27th. Today is moon day, June 21st, and the moon is in Scorpio, the fixed Water element of Scorpio invites us to swim in the deep well of the alpha frequencies. The alpha vibration is slow and fluid. It is perfect for emotional processing and it is supportive to the kidney meridian whose function is at its peak during the Scorpio season today and between 5 to 7 p.m. every day as well as in the midfall of late October to late November, the uh, yearly Scorpio season. While the moon in Scorpio supports the kidney Today, the sun in Cancer supports the spleen all months long from this week all the way to late July. So I invite you to, throughout the Cancer season, support your personal sun, your metabolic body with self-love, self-care, and family care through homey and cozy activities like cooking, making arts, telling children's stories, creating an ancestral shard or a family tree, singing to a body of water and or your ancestors and more. Use your imagination to connect to your past in a loving way filled with gratitude for who you are and who you are becoming because of your past. If you have been experiencing adrenal fatigue, lower back pain, low libido, and emotional numbness, 
make sure to give yourself a good cry today to connect to the double water element in the sun and moon. Cry throughout the cancer season if you need to and do your very best to replenish yourself through drinking water and eating nutritious herbs and water-filled fruits and vegetables. Water animals can be deeply satisfying to your depleted body at this time if you are an omnivore like myself. This is a great season to add more fish and shellfish into your diet and less of heavier food, heavier meat proteins. Rest in relaxing right brain actions that connect you to your heart and your home. Tomorrow, Mars Day, Tuesday, the moon moves into Sagittarius and stay here through Wednesday, Mercury Day and night. Shift into your more left brain activities to work with the mutable fire element of Sagittarius and support the pericardium meridian. Physical aerobic movement such as running and vinyasa yoga are wonderful at this time. You can turn simple repetitive exercise such as running into movement meditation by relaxing your sense organs, especially the eyes, the fire organ, as you move your body. Expand your critical mind as well. This is encouraged if your body feels fed and full by all the alpha frequencies of the Cancer and Scorpio water. On Thursday, Jupiter Day, as well as Friday, Venus Day, and early morning Saturn Day, the moon is in her fullest phase in Capricorn. The exact full moon time is at 11.40 a.m. Pacific time. Capricorn is the opposite sign of the Cancer sign on the Western Astrological Wheel or Zodiac Wheel. Now, astrology has to do with our sensory and right brain perception. Everything that I offer here on the Intuitive Body Podcast and at my Patreon Intuitive Body Community is based on the creative, intuitive, right brain experiences. Our sense perception can be very deceiving and it is more real. It feels more real and feelings are more real than thinking. So it's more real to many of us 
me included, than the left brain critical scientific perception. So when I say the sun moves into Cancer, this is right brain. Sun's perception of the eyes seeing the sun moves. But in the left brain perception, we know that we see the sun moving from left to right because the earth rotates counterclockwise around the sun. The sun does not move around the earth. The earth moves around the sun. But when we look at the sun, it looks like the sun is rotating around us, around the earth. Astrology is the right brain language that connects to our sense experience, feeling, intuition, and magic. Astronomy is the critical left brain language that balances the right subjective brain and grounds us in a more objective framework that unites our subjective realities, right? So we don't all, you know, going crazy living in our own little um, reality, in our own little bubble of reality. I focus on freeing the right brain because of the long-held patriarchal, religious, and scientific perspective that we have come to be overwhelmingly, rigidly um, dependent upon. It is at this moment, this perception through the patriarchal religious lens and scientific lens are the lenses that are acceptable, that are mainstream. They have become effective and destructive tools of oppression and destruction. And we all need to return to our child selves and relieve the numbness in our feeling animal bodies. We need more of our emotional body to flow, to return to well feelings and sense pleasure so we can stop extracting and destroying our bodies to try to get more pleasure, to try to get more well, to try to get more out of Mother Earth and out of our kin's sickness. And I have been having some discussions with my Patreon community, my intuitive body um, community about pleasure. And as I dig deeper into what pleasure means to us, to each individual, I realize that often we confuse alleviation of displeasure with pleasure. We confuse um, stress relief with pleasure. We confuse mental interest, uh, mental knowledge, mental pleasure 
with sense pleasure. Pleasure is tonic. Whether it's mental pleasure or sense pleasure, but without sense pleasure, we can be experiencing mental pleasure. We can be reading some really nice comments on our social media. We can be、uh, reading super sweet emails. We can be sensing that we are gaining some deep knowledge through、um, the search engine, through Google, or through、um, interacting with others on Facebook group. But physically, physically, our physical eyes can be straining our. Um, facial muscle can be tightening. We can be experiencing shallow breathing and a lot of tension in our shoulders and our digestive organs. Maybe experiencing lack of energy to keep on functioning. So mentally, we can be pleasuring ourselves, but physically, we can be suffering from the lack of energy、uh, feeding into the lungs, the heart, the digestive organs, and the reproductive organs. When we experience sense pleasure. We experience tonic that directly strengthen our internal organs and expand our heart capacity to deliver nutrients into all parts and every cells in our bodies. And when we look. At the greeneries, when we feel the balmy air against our skin, when we feel the body getting nicely heated up by the sun, these are all direct relational sensory、um, experience that bring immediate pleasure to our bodies. This is different from the example that I just gave. When you look at the screen, or when you try to learn from the words of other humans,、uh, you have an indirect experience of pleasure because it gets filtered. Through your critical brain, it sends your blood flow and energy、um, away from your heart, away from your body, into the thinking brain. Right, so、um, you don't get that immediate pleasure right through your five sense organs. It goes into your critical brain first. So I hope I make differences clear. It's important, especially for this full moon. This full moon, I invite you to really reflect on your past, 
the Capricorn relates to patriarchy and life structure, our critical brain that um, truly helpful uh, for creating a structure that is safe and sound for our life to flow, but but too much of that brings uh, rigidity, uh, brings tension, take our energy upward and outward, right? away from our magic, away from our soul, away from our child self, away from our animal body. Connect to the past is the past, which is the foundation you are now standing on. Giving you a sense of ease and fluidity. Is there something in the past that is blocking your flow in the present and the ability to move forward with greater ease and love toward your future? Do your full moon ritual by connecting to the cardinal earth element of Capricorn and the fire element of triple burner, which is at peak function during the Capricorn season. The triple burner meridian metabolizes all the fluids in the body and harmonizes the organs in the upper, middle, and lower parts of the torso, in particular the coordination of fluid transformation or digestion in the lungs, the stomach and spleen, and the kidneys and urinary bladder. Any malfunction of any of these organs can indicate an imbalance of the triple burner meridian, especially between 9 to 11 p.m. when it's at peak function. Make sure to get into the alpha frequencies which connect to the cardinal earth element of Capricorn and support the fire element of triple burner through deep relaxation at this time of day. It is best for most of us to go to bed at this time, especially if you have a health condition in the lungs, the digestive organs, and the kidney system. Take the time right after the exact full moon time and a week or so afterward to meditate on the solid ground, the solid foundation. In your life, you can literally sit in a meditative seed on solid earth or hold a rock in your hands. Tune your mind toward the third eye. Connect mentally to the point behind your eyes, inside your brain. Draw an imaginary line from that point down to the tailbone 
to contain the fire element of your vision with the earth element of your root body. Feel the solid earth beneath you. After the meditation, reflect on the question and write down what comes to mind. Take a critical look at your feeling about your past without blaming yourself or others. Stay fluid. Let your feelings and thoughts breathe through you. Light a candle and burn the piece of paper you have written about your past baggage, grief, fear, or whatever you need to clearly see and release. Offer gratitude to the fire and earth spirits for supporting your emotional watery body to end the ritual. On Saturday and Sunday, the moon is in Aquarius. Support the gallbladder meridian, which is at peak function during the fixed air element of Aquarius season on these days and between 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. every night. The wood element of gallbladder needs the water or Aquarius dreamy energy, dreaming yourself into the future at this time of night to grow and for you to be well. Detox your mind through deep rest, deep sleep, deep dream time. Then from a place of less emotional attachment, reach out to your people at daytime to exercise the beta frequencies and explore your dreams with your community. How can your dream uplift them and support your soul journey into the better future for all? Wish humanitarian cause feels most aligned with your animal body, your child heart, and your adult mind right now. Dream big and let your dream carry you forward. Thank you for listening and exchanging your energy with me to the end of this episode. I am going to end our time together, sending deep love and gratitude to all my dear friends who showed up to celebrate the summer solstice with me yesterday, last evening, as well as going through that super vulnerable rite of passage ceremony through our collective witnessing. Thank you, Elizabeth, Tina, James, Julia, 
and Minjong for witnessing me and all of us. And I wish you to flow in connection, in lightness throughout this week. Happy Cancer season and have a blessed full moon in Capricorn. Thank you for listening. Your joy and well-being mean the world to me. If this podcast has been helpful in any way, please send me some love through the stars and review on Apple Podcast. Connect with me at Janya Wongsopa, J-A-N-Y-A-W-O-N-G-S-O-P-A dot com or become a practice member at Patreon slash Intuitive Body. Until next Monday, goodbye, lag on, and all my love. <laughs>